when you learn how to run a respectable business. Huh? What the hell is up with this sign? What's this crude drawing supposed to be? It's the m magical pony carriage. This looks like a kid drew it. Look at this. Why are all these backwards? It, it, it's supposed to be cute. You think ignorance is cute? Well, I suppose you think mental retardation is downright adorable. Lemonade, now. How is anyone supposed to believe you can make lemonade when you can't even spell it? How old are you? Too damn old to be writing your E's backwards, damn it. And welcome back to the Boondock Series Recap Pod Side Series. Yep, yep. Presented by Simple Mav. It's your boy, Mr. And your second host, Aaron. <laughs> and uh, so this episode will be highlighting episode 14 of season 1. Uh, titled, The Block is Hot. And this episode is actually pretty funny. If I say so myself. Um, it's kind of a parody. At least the opening scene is a parody of Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Right. Uh, so... Basically, Huey wakes up, the radio says it's about to be hotter than hell outside. Um, it's what, the middle of February? Middle right? of February. It's the right. middle of February in Woodcrest, uh, but it's about to be hotter than hell outside. And so Huey uh, gets on his uh, peacoat yep. and scarf and heads out to stand on his soapbox for the day. Meanwhile, so he, he, he steps outside and he sees, so happens to see Jasmine. Um, Jasmine has is starting a little lemonade stand because it's hot outside. Uh, like I said, heat wave in February, which is odd, obviously. Um, ha ha ha. Um, but anyway, Jasmine had gets this little lemonade stand, and Huey he brings out his little soapbox of like little messages and stuff that he's handing out to people. Yeah. Um, so Pretty much all kind of depressingly, like, yeah. real society. Do you want to hear how the government wants you dead by 62 so you yes. can't collect all your social yeah, security? exactly. That's the exact type of thing he was yeah. talking about there. So, it was, that, was, that was pretty funny. And so, shortly after, they're just outside kind of just talking back and forth. Uh, Mr. Wunsler pulls up. And Mr. Wunsler sees the profitability behind Jasmine's um, lemonade, lemonade stand. stand. Yeah. And meanwhile, Jasmine has has recently come up with the desire to save up money to get a horse. A pony. Come a pony. On, right. I'm sorry. Right. A pony. A pony. Get it right. Um. So obviously, if you can see where this uh, this is going, Mister Wunsler essentially. I don't want to say seizes control of Jasmine business. He basically offers Jasmine, makes her sign a contract, to become business partners with her in the lemonade business. Yeah, in a lemonade stand. Yeah, essentially, for the price of one pony, he buys her lemonade stand. Yeah, is what happens. Yeah. And so, as you can probably tell, if you have half a brain, this is going to lead to uh, not o only ownership problems, but money problems. Yeah. And it just becomes a business relationship. Because as soon, and you know this, because when he first is at the lemonade stand, he makes a remark how she writes her E's backwards and how that's so cute. Mm. And it plays into, you know, yeah. her being a little girl with the lemonade stand. 
<laughs> and so right immediately after he buys it, he uh, he makes a very disparaging remark about the uh, backward ease that we are included Is that in supposed the to be cute? Uh, yeah we are included in the intro of this episode. So that's where that came from. But that just goes to show like how quickly it went from him offering her an opportunity to him exposing the fact that the opportunity he offered her was really just an exploitation. Yeah. So for for one for one basically she was the only worker at the time. Yeah. So a a he had it under she was basically serving around the clock 24/7 not 24/7 but yeah. Basically treating her like shit, giving her a slave worker. Outside is hot. Yeah. And then Huey, Huey base was like, come on, Jasmine, you just going to let him keep treating you that way just because he's giving you some, you know what I'm saying, a little money for this, that, and third. And she was just like, well, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's just like Huey was just trying to, because obviously Huey's going to peep game from the beginning because Huey already knows that he's taking advantage of, yeah, you know, um, you know, her desires. And I think that, it's the, at this point where you realize kind of like it's an episode about do the desires what you want in life is it worth sacrificing um i guess in this case dignity or sacrificing your own business model for that success yeah and and now that we're in i guess i i think we're in a i don't want to i kind of call it the entrepreneurship age where i feel like now that's more important than ever because like now it's so many just like hey we're doing the podcast you know yeah. it's so much, some people do music or art or whatever whatever they do people are a lot more involved with themselves and making themselves a brand yeah so it's like it's one of those things where like you have to they did a they did a good good job here i'm just saying like as far as Making it funny, but also making you aware of like how shitty things can really get and how stupid you can look sometimes for selling out on your own dreams, basically. Yeah, but do you think what Jasmine did was exactly selling out, or do you think it was more predatory? Because she didn't get enough, she didn't get a chance to get popular, really. Like, for real, for real, you know what I'm saying? She didn't have anybody really to sell out to. I would say that more than a sellout, it was an exploitation. Because, like you said, like I was saying... Ed once or third had come up, you know, pretty much praising to the high high heavens, this yeah. lemonade stand, you know what I'm saying, building her up. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing it for a pony. He hears that, and he's like, well, you know, I got all the money in the world. What's a fucking pony to me? And so he leverages the pony for the lemonade business. But in the end, she doesn't even get the pony. Yep. So, I, I mean, yeah, still that is, a, I guess, a... Uh, I guess I can't be. really. I'm sorry, I mean, cut you off. I, I, I guess it's not selling out in the the general sense of how we use sell out because I, I've always, if you if you're if you're selling out, then that means you already had yeah. something to sell. Yeah, exactly. Whereas where she just was there that day, and he just so happened to pull up. Yeah, exactly. But then it go that goes into the question of. How much should you trust other people? How much should you trust other people to keep your best interest at heart? Yeah, exactly. Especially in business relationships. So I guess that's more the conversation that needs to be had. Yeah. But like, I mean, you see a lot of that. You see a lot of that. 
I mean, obviously, most notably in the uh, music community, yeah, With, or any 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 profession that's contract based, really. Yeah, it's all predatory. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like you said with the music industry, you catch kids and you leverage. You know, one thing you know they really want, and then you look at baby. That's exactly how look, I was it. just I was just about to say. Yeah, that. look at baby. Yeah. Giving Wayne and them all them cars and shit. They won't make it on their money. They ain't own none of that shit. Yep. Because they were kids. All that was coming out their tape. <laughs> yep, every single penny. Because now the standard the standard entry deal now is you know, one, two, three million. You're probably not going to see. None of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By maybe the time you like. Maybe a half mil, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so it's like same thing here. Yeah. So it's just like, I, like I said, I mean. You just gotta, you just gotta be mindful of things like that, man. Yeah, people out true. here, everyone's out here, to, everyone's out here to make a dollar, man. Yeah, people think too much on the short term. I think what it is. Yeah, people gotta kind of like uh, pitch for the long term, and I mean it's hard when you're, you know, what I'm saying when you're trying to survive because you put somebody in survival mode, especially they're gonna take what you give them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I said, it's it's predatory. It's it's just like it. These. Big businesses coming to these kids and these young artists and these up and coming artists with these deals are the same as the fucking old heads. They used to come back to the high school because they could drive and pick up bitches. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not you're not really doing anything but playing to the desires of somebody who doesn't have any other avenue to get to what they want. Yeah, I agree with that. The second the second thing I wanted to talk about is like how. In situations like this, outside looking in, she would she would be even though she's not. We both agree that she's not a sellout, but she would probably be viewed that way. I think it's only, and I feel like, especially just between just between black people, there's always this sentiment is is. It's almost like if you do anything with the white man, it's almost like I'm not. It's almost a sellout. Not not necessarily. I, I don't think, know. No, I know what you're saying, but I, I don't want to be that cut and dry about it. But I don't know. I don't know a better way to say that. I know what you're saying, but I think that school of thought is maybe antiquated now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I think people realize to a degree that white people do have the only positions that you can, even if it's on a flip side, exploit them for to yeah. really do anything. You know what I'm saying? You, at some point, if you want the real money, you are going to have to go to the white side and. You know what I'm saying And finesse it and bring it back Jay-Z did it You know what I'm yeah. saying Not, A bunch of people yeah. did it But that's just like So it, if that's If that's the case Then we really need A boss to turn sell out Yeah I mean that's what I'm saying Yeah That's what I'm saying I don't think me Now selling out would be It's a lot different Like If you're doing one thing And then you You get popular And then you start doing A different thing That's selling out But Interacting with white people To finesse To get your money And come back that's not selling out. That's different. That that's a lot different. Yeah. I would say selling out. That's not selling out. Selling out is like when you get popular, making music type A, but music type B is really popular. First time you really get your t- pop, you make a song that's uh, music type B. That's selling out. You know what I'm saying? Selling out when you sell out to a crowd. So, so taking your. Okay, just just so we can put edges on this. So if if we're taking, I I I have a business and I I I sell old, I don't know baseball cards. I don't yeah. care. All right, so I get I get profitable in my business, but then I 
I sell to a larger corporation. That's just me. That's just good business then, right? That's good business. That's not selling out. Selling out would be... I think really what the disconnect is is because of... Because of most of, most of the, the larger companies in this country are predominantly white. Well, I, mean, no, I don't think that's I, ever I don't, been... Because signing a record deal was never selling out. Selling out is when you sell baseball cards and you come up selling baseball cards and then football and basketball cards are the the new popular market so you start doing that and abandon selling baseball cards yeah that that's selling out okay i can live with that yeah yeah so let's see what else we have here so at at towards the kind of teetering towards the end of the episode um mr Wunsler was saying that he provided an opportunity i say that in quotations to jasmine um what do you indicate about what does this indicate about the relationship between classes in the workplace? And then I guess it's kind of like more what we already know, but just to reaffirm, because I think that's what I think beyond the obvious, like they're black and he's white. It's really a, it's an episode about classism, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just the, the term saying that giving, giving somebody a job is giving them opportunity when you're underpaying them, overworking them, and reaping all the benefits is not true. It's it's kind of a gaslighting term. That's what people use. It's just just workplace gaslighting, saying that, oh, it's a great opportunity to work here. Like, no, working for somebody is not an opportunity, no matter how you put it, unless you want to do it, unless you want to be somebody. Like, that's not an opportunity. Getting a job at wherever is not an opportunity because you're not – when it comes down to it, you're the least benefited person in that situation. Yeah, okay. That's not an opportunity. I mean, for, for the sake of the word, it's an opportunity, but it's not a true opportunity. Yeah, just because, just, I would, I would agree with you on, because I think that the, well, it depends on uh, what you do too, maybe. I don't know. Because some, some jobs are more expendable than others. That's what I'm saying. But if you're in an expendable job, then somebody giving you one is not an opportunity. Like, there, there's, yeah. like working at McDonald's is not an opportunity. I agree with that. Working at a call center is not an opportunity. Like being but like do- doing something like... Being a doctor, that's an opportunity. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. having Being in a job that actually impi- impacts the world is an opportunity. Yeah. But uh, the regular Joe Schmo is not granted an opportunity because you let him work in the factory. Honestly, and actually, I take that back. I'm going to double, double down on it. It's actually, I would say, I would say most of it is an opportunity because you're still, you're still exchanging time and work. It's not like the, it's not like they're, you know what I'm, I don't know. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's, but, it's not like they're, you're, you're going up there and they're giving you free yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think it maybe the opportunity is more self-rewarding, and it's it's because you're actually doing like you have the opportunity to make a change. When you work at a department store, you have the opportunity to ring niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like, and most pl- places don't have what is it lateral movement in the in the job in the workplace. Right. So you you don't really have you're going to be stuck where you are the entire time you're there. Yeah. I mean, you might move up, but not truly. Yeah. It's going to be a cat. They'll just let you, like, watch. Pretty much babysit other people is what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? It's no true to it. 
it's very few true opportunities out there in the general workplace, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's why I say, like, I'm glad. I I hope. I hope this. Well, really, I wouldn't even say generation. Like, I wish I wish people would take more stock into themselves. Obviously, everyone isn't going to be Steve Jobs and have a multi-million dollar business. But you know what I'm saying? It's always great to invest in yourself and try to try to, you know, make money. All, you know what but I'm saying? But it's not practical. It's just not practical. Not necessarily. It and can be. It's not. I think people, but I think, I think people feel that way because people have, people have, people have been, been conditioned to work and get, and get money and provide a certain way. Well, people still have bills to pay. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, they're conditioned themselves, but they've also put themselves in those situations. What? Like most, most grown adults can't afford, literally cannot financially afford to partially follow their dreams. But see, the thing about it is you, that's not something, this is not something that you would be doing on a win. Like, you know, I'm not saying graduate high school at 18 and, and, and just, Go out there on a on a on a on a. That's the li- better I'm time not, I'm, to do it. People that are twenty five, twenty six have real lives and real bills that are yeah. established. There's not time to to just fuck off. Like they people don't have time to fuck off. Like they don't have it. They're at work all day because they have to go to work to pay rent and stuff. People don't. It's not. But you gotta work that in. It's not practical if you don't have. It's not practical, and if you don't have a job, it's not practical to to survive. If you don't work eight hours a day, it's not practical to survive anymore. Like I said, everyone's not gonna be. You may not make. You may not make enough to quit your day job, but you may make enough to have. How many people do you know that have a day job that have the time to do anything else? That lit- I don't know. Not everyone. Not everyone works ridiculous hours, though. But There's a I, lot of people. I'm that- asking you, how many people do you know that work a day job that have time to do other stuff? I know a few people. We, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know shit. I was I was working. I was working twelve hours a day, still going to practices. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta make time, bro. Like, it's not like no, it's not just gonna drop out the sky. That's yeah, the but point. you don't you don't have kids, and you know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot. I don't know. It's 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 a lot different. Like, people have lives and responsibilities that just doing leisure activities is not that doesn't factor in. All I'm saying is, I'm not I'm not saying every 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 a lot of people did start off with something. But not everyone just got to where they were just because they just had a bunch of money. That's not all of it. Well, no, we're not saying. You know that. what I'm saying? Like some people that, had some, to do that at night in the middle went, of night. Some people went through the phase of not having any money. That's the thing. Some people were willing to not have money at one point. But at this point, at the point at the age we're in, it's not as practical. When we were younger, yeah, it was okay to be broke. But at 25, 26, when you're damn near 30, it's not practical. If you don't already have that establishment, it's not practical to just say, "Oh, I'm going to." go and try to follow my i'm going to cut my hours and follow my dreams when you're paying twelve hundred dollars a month yeah, in but rent, it depends on what you call i'm talking i'm talking about a month of renting that's outside of the rest of the bills you pay there's no practicality to cutting your hours to go try and follow do you know it, it doesn't work that way that's not how it works i don't believe that that's exactly that's it ask anybody that. who's an artist they I say that's exactly that. why they're not an artist but but it's not just limited to artistry you're but, looking at it in the vein of someone okay, that, that's going shit, to do having a shop having yeah a, if you want to go be on broadway shit, like you sell, can't start no, that now selling shit selling shit on the internet people don't have time to do that just in general if you have a real job people say they quit their jobs you start their youtube channels but bro and shit there's like plenty 
there's plenty of people that have and just like just like that perfect example there's plenty of people that have youtube channels that started off working jobs they weren't always you know, a lot of those you know what i'm saying it's after. you got a lot of those motherfuckers quit their first or second week because you don't want to in order to do that youtube shit that's not a two or three hour thing that's a nine or ten hour job for them no, no. if you're going to put true work into it you you can't have a job because your job's going to ask for at least 10 hours off of you off bad in most situations if you work a full-time job People would follow their dream. People felt follow their dreams when we were younger because they had the time and the, the freedom to. People don't do it now because it's not practical. I'm saying invest in yourself. I'm investing yourself. It doesn't necessarily. It can be. It can be a business. It can do. I'm saying some something to where your your only reliability is in what that what that day job can get you. I'm just saying you can establish everything isn't going to get you sitting at the crib all day. No, but that doesn't mean it's not profitable to have. I don't. I don't. I think you're overestimating like how much people time people have and stuff like that. Like mo most people our age have kids and stuff like that. They don't have time to do Bruh. shit. Like you know what I'm saying. There's people with kids. kids who have started businesses, Mister. Yeah, there are Aaron, but do, do they do they usually work full time fucking jobs? Do they they usually have a spouse that can take care of bills and stuff like that? The people that they, look think about it. The, the spouses you know that start businesses have a spouse that works a full time job to take care of the bills. Well, we can go and look at it. We can take example. Well, this one didn't. Everyone's situation is different. No, way, it's not going to work out for everybody. But, but that's not saying, what I'm what promising you're, here. What you're describing is way more the exception than it is the reality. It's way more of the exception than it is the reality. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I accept what you're saying. I, I, I just disagree on it. I don't, I don't, I don't. I see what you're there, saying, like but the, I, I don't think I, I'm not going to agree. The studies with this are one. there, like he. You can't. Are you, you know what I'm saying? The numbers and studies are there. Pull them up. I bet. I mean, we will after this episode because there's no reason now. <laughs> but yeah, the numbers and studies are there. People don't have the time to. to Give me the information. Drink. I'll gladly go to your side. Yeah, man. I definitely. <laughs> will. I definitely. Will. Yeah. But I mean, as for this episode, yeah. Uh, was there any other uh, highlights or points that you wanted to hit? Uh no. Um, it's a pretty good episode. It's basically just a relationship. Um, it's about business, you know. Don't let yourself be exploited. Um, it's a lot of good nuggets in this episode. Um, but yeah, just uh, thank you guys for bearing with us. Always keep, always want to keep you reminded to follow us on all platforms and all that good stuff. Appreciate you. Yep. Until next episode, it's your boy Mister. This has been the Boondock Series Recap Outside Series. Until next time, peace. Peace. Thank you.